All right, we are ready to begin, and uh, Purim is upon us. It's going to be next week. So we figured that this week we'll discuss something about Purim, something that we talked about on Shabbos, and the Shabbos Joshua. So the, um, the altar of Kelm in his Chochma Umusar, volume 1, Mimer number 32, he discusses uh, an important yesod, an important idea, foundational idea that is um, that relates to the Gemara in Tractate Tomit, page 32a. The Gemara there says, and I'd like to read some of it and then we will tie this into Purim. Maybe it will be a short class, maybe it will not be a short class. We will see how it, how it pans out. So the Gemara says in Tractate Tomit, page 32a, it says, Ezu Chacham, who is wise? Who is wise? Haroya esanoilad, one who sees the future. Now the altar, it's interesting. The only way, really way to appreciate the altar's perspective on this uh, this Gemara is to read probably his entire book because this comes up many many times in many many different lectures, many different maimorim that he that he has. But in this particular maimor number thirty two, he has an aspect here that I think that maybe we can relate we can relate to Purim. Uh, regarding this, this, this statement of Chazal. He says the following. He says, What is such a big uh, deal that a person should be worried about the future, to think about it? Why is a person considered to be so wise? Why is he considered to be such a chacham if a person does that? So he says like this. He says, We have said, the, What the definition of wisdom is, is to learn and understand something truthfully, meaning to understand the truth of the matter, to get to the substance of what the of what one is looking at. So he says, people will give advice. I don't know what kind of people these are. Maybe we're talking about therapists, social workers, people who give other people advice, consultation. What is the what is the definition of their wisdom? What what, what where is the truth? of what makes them wise, is he says, A person who gives advice is a person who needs to understand the end of the matter, how it's going to be. They need to understand that when they give advice, take, action, to say, take this action, right? That this action that they're advising to take is going to have an end that is going to be beneficial to the one that they're giving advice to. Their chachma, their wisdom is, is to be able to know the future, how the future is going to pan out based upon the decisions, or at least make the best decision they possibly can for the best possible chance of the future panning out to be the way that they want it to be. This is the purpose of their wisdom. And really the truth is, you know how they say, says the author, that, there's, that one has 20-20 vision in hindsight. Why does one have 20-20 vision in hindsight? Because they've experienced the matter. There's nobody that's wise than the one who's experienced the thing that happened. Why are they such a chacham? Why are they so wise when they've experienced the thing that happened? Is because now that they've experienced the thing that happened, in retrospect, they know what led, what decisions a person made led to the future, which is the now present, right? But that's in the past. So therefore, in hindsight, they have 20-20. The wisdom of one who gives advice, 
uh, the, 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 one, the counselor is to be able to see, not in hindsight, but to see in the future what one would see in, hind, what, what one would see in hindsight. That is the wisdom that they have to be, they, that, they, that they have to, a, a counselor is one who has to be able to see what a person of experience sees after their experience, they have to see it before, either because they can assume it in the future, they'd be able to analyze it, or because they have experienced this particular situation before, and now they know in hindsight, so that they can tell the future of somebody else, if that makes any sense. If you guys have any questions, uh, you can unmute yourselves and, and ask me. At the end of the day, after the advice has been given, at the end of the day, the future will itself unfold because time moves on, right? And the, and the experience will happen. There's nobody wiser than this person that can tell the future. Because the person who has experience tested the matter truthfully, whether it was for good or for evil. Therefore, one who's able to see the end of the matter, that is the true wise person. A counselor, an amazing counselor, and this is the point that, 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 that's interesting, at least for this evening to us, uh, among just based, in addition to the basic concept that the author is presenting, and that is, is that, is that what is the acid test of whether or not one took the proper course of action, one saw the future of what was coming. The acid test is, is whether or not after the future has unfolded into the present, whether the person has regret on the decisions that they made in the past that led to this future. Do you regret what you did? Did you regret what you decided? Or did you make the right decision? The answer is, if there is regret, and there's tired and there's pain, right? Then, then, such a person is, is, that's the test. The person who's wise is the person who's not full of regrets. He doesn't sit around and say, I should have done this and I should have done that. If I would have done it like this and I would have done it like that, he's not hired. The person who says, I did the right thing in the past, that's the person that we hire. As the Gemara says, says in Brachos on page 41a, the Gemara says, Man nagra de parzula, who's going to give us feet of iron? We're going to listen to you. In other words, we're going to listen to a Pirish. In order to be able to see the truth of that which was going to be born, and how do we ourselves are able to tell the future? Is he says that we have to work. It's a tremendous amount of work, concentration, aspiration, looking to the future to get a clear picture of what's going to be the future. In order to be able to save ourselves from the future regret, pain, and, and, and groaning. And to take pleasure. 50 years ago, there used to be a famous show. There used to be one of the characters at the end of the show. He'd always say, I love it when, I love it when a plan comes together. He would make a plan in the beginning, and at the end he would say, when the plan came together, he'd say, I'd love it when a plan comes together. Is that when we make a plan, we make decisions based upon our analysis of what's going to be the future, do we at the end say we love it when a plan comes together? 
Or are we full of regret that we should have done it like this and we should have done it like that? This is the most, this is the most delicious, the most honorable wisdom. This is the seeing of the future. Right? And the proof to that is, is how do we face that future when it becomes the present? Whether it comes true, whether we have regret about the decisions that we made in the past. So this is the this is what the this is what the altar says. And therefore, Ezu Chacham, who is wise? Who is wise? says the Gemara in tractate in, in tractate Tamid. Who is wise? At page 32a. The one Haroya Esanoila, the one who's able to see one who's able to see the future. That's the person that is wise. That is the person who's wise one who's able to make the proper decisions, and that takes a lot of wisdom. And we once, we once said, well, a couple of times we have said, that the Loshan of the Chazal, the expression of the rabbis here, is indicative of what the altar is here saying. And that is that, you know, the word nolad doesn't actually mean future. The word asid means future. Chazal should have said, who is wise, haroya esa asid. One who sees the future. Instead, it says Haroya es Hanoilad. What is Hanoilad? Hanoilad means that which will be born. What, what, what is something which is born? Something which is born is if you see a you see a woman and she's pregnant, right? You look at her and you say, "There's going to be a child. There's going to be a child." What are you doing? You see the future. You see the pregnancy. The pregnancy is the present. There's no child, but you know that it's going to be born. So you see the future. Okay, you don't have to be such a chacham for that. But are you able to see the pregnancy when you don't see the pregnancy? That is what is the, 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 the present in itself may contain the elements of future that will be born. That's why it's called Haroya Esanoya. Of course, a person, unless a person is a Navi, unless a person is a prophet or some whatever, or they, they, they have some a, a time traveler, they're, they're not able to, they can't just see the, few, the raw future. But the Noila they can see. They can't see the asid, but the noyla they could see, they could see that which will be born from the present. And that's the biggest chachma. The biggest chachma is to, to, not, you know, to, to, to be like a consultant for oneself, to, to be able to analyze the present and to be able to see the future. And the test is whether a person was able to see the future or not is that when the future unfolds itself, when it is born in the present, whether they regret the actions that they took Based upon the future that they analyzed, this is what the this is what the author wants to say. Yeah, Dave, what do you want to ask? Uh, I just want to make sure I heard this correctly in the beginning. Did you say that in the start when you talk about like someone consults or counsels someone, do they have to have had the experience? Yeah. So uh, the author is saying the author is saying they do have to have the experience, but they don't. But obviously, not necessarily, right? If they have the experience, of course they are chacham, because they have the experience. They don't need to see the future. They already experienced the future, because they already went through the same exact. I mean, no situation is exactly the same. But sometimes, you know, especially with our kids, we say, you know, we have experience in this, and they don't listen to us. So, but, 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 uh, you know, when a person has experience, of course, that's they, you know, they already have wisdom because they have the experience. They really have wisdom because they have the experience. The Gemara says in Kiddushin, if I'm not mistaken, maybe uh, I forget which page this is on, in the first chapter of Kiddushin, 
maybe 31b. I don't, I don't remember exactly. Um, the Gemara there says that the Amorayim, Rabbi Yechon and others used to stand up for older people who are not, even if they're not Jewish and even if they're not learned because they had a lot of experience. So, so if a person has a lot of experience, the Gemara says, a lot of experience has passed upon them. But yeah, I mean, that doesn't exclude a person who doesn't have experience, but is able to analyze from their understanding, from their rigorous analysis of the present, they're able to see the future. So either way, yeah, okay. that's what the author is saying. All right, so, so this brings us to the, uh, this brings us to the, this is the whole, I would say, Purim story. But before we get to today, we'll say like this. Say that the Gemara tells us in Tractate Brachas on page 7a. The Gemara there says um, that Moshe Rabbeinu, Moshe asked the famous question to, to Hashem, um, Tzadik Viraloi. He asked the question to Hashem that Tzadik Viraloi, that there's, there are righteous people, why, why do bad things happen? Why do bad things happen? Why do bad things happen to good people? That's the question, and you know, there's not really a really a, a, a good answer for that. But if we have bitachin, if we have believe in Hashem, there is a little bit of an answer for that. You know, we say every single morning in Aleinu, we say that it will be in that day that that Hashem will be one. His name will be one, and He will be one. Now, the, the altar says in a different mimer, we don't recall right now which mimer this is, but the altar of Slobodka, he says, in a different mimer, he says that, you know what, there's going to be, when that future comes, when, when, when it comes to the situation where, there will be that day when Hashem will be one. Everybody's going to see it, right? Everybody's going to see it in hindsight. Everybody's going to see in the, in the times of the Mashiach. Everybody's going to see that Hashem, that Hashem is going to be one. Everybody's going to see that. Who is a Chacham? Ezu Chacham, who is wise? That one is, sees the future before the future comes. So the future, says the altar of Slabatka, will be that Hashem will be one and His name will be one. But who's the Chacham? The Chacham is the one, the wise person is the one who's able to see that future now, right? Because if they're able to see that future when the future unfolds, then they're seeing it in the present. The wise person sees that that there'll be a day that Hashem will be one and His name will be one. And so therefore, even though we don't know why do bad things happen to good people, we do know that it'll be that day that Hashem will be one. Right, we know that we know that Hashem is a just God and that there is justice in the world. We know that. So that is a that is a future that that is incumbent upon us to see. It's incumbent upon us to use our mind, not to look with our eyes, with our physical eyes in the present where we see injustice, but to look with our intellectual eyes. With our intellectual eyes, we're able to see the future. That the future is is that the justice will be served truth will be revealed. And so even though we don't know why do bad things happen to good people, but we do see the future in that bad things do not happen to good people, at least in, a, in, in, in the future they don't. 
There's no such thing as happenstance. There's no such thing that, that there's random evil that runs roughshod over people. There is even evil in the world, unspeakable evil in the world, of course. But there is a future that we say every single morning, that Hashem will be one and that, and that His name will be one. And a person who's wise sees that. A person who's wise sees that future. And so therefore, we might not have the answer of the why do good things, why do bad things happen to good people. We might not have the answer in the immediate present, but we definitely have the answer in the immediate future. And that in itself is an answer. So given that case, perhaps maybe we could say the same thing about Mordechai. That the situation that the Jewish people faced in the Purim story, and we all know the Purim story, we're not going to review it this evening, the situation that the Jewish people faced had a future. We don't know what the future was going to bring, but it did have a future. And in the present, it was dire. And Mordechai, perhaps maybe we could say, Mordechai, perhaps maybe we could say that he is, he was able to see this future. And so we'll say like this. The Gemara tells us in Tractate Hulim, page 139b, the Gemara there says, where does it say Mordechai's name in the Torah? So the Gemara says, did you know it says his name in the Torah? It says his name in Parshas Kisisa. In Parshas Kisisa, there the Torah says, uh, in chapter 30, verse number 23, 22, 23, etc. There it says that Hashem told Moshe, take for yourself spices at the head, mar drawer. Chamesh Meos, take Marjor, this is the name of the spice, take many spices, then he lists all the, all the spices, then, uh, then um, in verse number 25, it says, You will make it, uh, you will make the anointing oil. So there was anointing oil that was used in order to anoint the Kohen Gadol, the, uh, the, the Kahanim, the Kohen Gadol, the priest to anoint them, to anoint the kalim, the vessels, to make them Kaddish, to make the vessels holy in the base. I mean, just to consecrate the vessels. They use the anointing oil. So you shall make this anointing oil and you'll mix it with spices. Now, the first spice, says the Gemara, that's listed is Mar Dror. Mar Dror. And, and the Targum Unkulis, the Gemara says, translates Mar Dror, this spice, as Meira Dechaya. And Meira Dechaya really sounds like Mordechai. Meira Dechaya, Mordechai, Meira Dechaya, Mordechai. It sounds like Mordechai. So you know where Mordechai's name is in the Torah, says the Gemara in Chulin? The Mordechai's name in the Torah is in this spice. It says Mar Dror, and it's translated as Mord, uh, Meira Dechaya, and that sounds like Mordechai. That's where Mordechai's name is, is in this spice. So of course the question on the Gemara is, that we may ask, and that is, why is Mordechai's name hinted in a spice that is used for the anointing oil for the consecration of the of the of the of the vessels? So we could say, perhaps maybe we could say like this: that Marjor, the name Marjor of this spice is a combination of two words, Mar, which means bitter, and Dror, which means free. Now, why is it? Why is it? that Mordechai's name is comprised of these two concepts of freedom and bitterness. Perhaps maybe we can suggest that Mordechai was a Chacham. 
Mordechai was a wise person. Mordechai was a wise person and he was ensconced during the Purim situation in bitterness, right? There was a decree uh, to destroy, to annihilate all of the Jewish people. And he was ensconced in this. But Mordechai was a Chacham. Mordechai was a wise person, the Chacham of the Gemara that we mentioned, the Chacham of the altar of Kelm. He was the Chacham, he was a Roya Esanoilat. He saw a future. Mordechai said to himself, I don't know what the future will bring. One thing I do know is that there's justice in the world. There's a Rabbanu there's a God. There is justice. It will be that day that Hashem will be one and the Jewish people will be a part of that, right? Mordechai understood that. Mordechai had bitachin in Hashem that if he does the right thing, then he will be doing the right thing and whatever happens, happens. There's going to be a freedom in the end, a freedom of this subjugation. Hence his name is Hence his name, Mordechai's name is more, mar, bitter, drawer, free, that from in the bitterness, Mordechai saw a future of freedom. Mordechai saw the future of freedom. He was able to see that one day that there's going to be, that there is a God in the world and that it is going to be, there will be a time of and therefore, Mordechai made decisions during the Purim story not to bound out to Haman, the things that he did to get the Jewish people to, to Davin, etc. All the, all the decisions that Mordechai had said, we don't find that he, that he expresses regret. We don't find that he expresses, um, that he expresses, uh, a bemo- that he bemoans the decisions that he made, that they were wrong. On the contrary, at the end, there is celebration. At the end, there is simcha, correct? At the end, there is happiness. A person who sees the future and has no regret from the decisions that he makes because of the future that he sees, that he knows that he made the proper decision. A person who is a chacham, according to what we explained on the altar of Kelm, that type of person is besimcha. They're happy. They face the world no matter how evil it could be, and this is difficult to say, in concept it's easy to say, in experience it, it may be more difficult, but he faces the world with a tranquility, with a belief that there is a Rabbanu Shalom, that there is justice in the world. That's, a person like that is happy. And so therefore, that's what is hinted in Mordechai's name. That's why specifically Mordechai is hinted in this name of this spice. And maybe we could say even further. It's a, which were, this spice is the first spice. It's the first spice of the anointing oil, as the Pasuk says again, You will take for yourself the first of the spices. Why is Marjor the first of the spices? Right? So perhaps maybe we could say as follows. It says, It is the first spice. What is a spice? A spice is something which is, has a pleasant smell. Right? It has a pleasant smell. What does a pleasant smell make a person do? It gives a person enjoyment. What, is, what happens when a person experiences enjoyment? They're happy. So the, the, the Pasuk is saying that the spice, the head spice, meaning the, the head spice, the Bissam Roish, meaning the element that makes the person the most happy, 
the most acute it, the most acute happiness is what? It's Mordechai. It's Mardror. It is the Mordechai's name that in the bitterness of the present world, in the world of the Tzadik Raloi, when bad things happen to good people, a person is able to besamim. They're able to be tranquil. They're able to experience the sweetness of being tranquil in the belief in God that there's a Rebbeinu Shalom and that there's a future of and that's what we find at the end of the Purim story. At the end of the Purim story, what, what, what happens at the end of the Purim story? It says in, the, in Megillah Esther chapter 8, it says, The Jews had ore, right? They had light. And then what followed the light? Simcha. What is ora? What is light? So the Gemara tells us in Tractate Megillah that light is the Torah. Ora zu Torah. Right? That's what the Gemara says. So what, is, what, what does this mean? That Ora, that, that, that the Torah is light? You want to know about what Torah is light more than see the Gemara in Tractate Sota on page 21a. But aside from that, the Torah is light, we'll say like this. What is Torah? Torah is a teaching. Torah is, why is it compared to light? The reason why it's compared to light, it's like because a person who doesn't understand the world, it's like being in the darkness. It's like being blind. It's like when a person is blind and they're in the darkness, when they turn on the light, they can see everything. Same thing, and a person doesn't understand the world, they're in the darkness, and what's the light that they turn on? When they're able to see something, the light that they turn on is the light of the seichot, the light of their mind. And how does that, how do they come to the understanding of the world? Through Torah. So, the Jews now in hindsight saw in hindsight, they saw what? They saw that the whole Purim situation, that Esther coming into the, be, becoming the queen, and then she was the one who saved the people, and then Mordechai's decisions to, to not the Badan, etc. All of this was part of a master plan from the Rabbanishon. This is what they saw in hindsight. What, they, what the Jewish people saw in hindsight gave them what? Gave them simcha, gave them tranquility. And that's why the Pazik says, La Yehudim Hoysa Ora Vesimcha, Vesosan. After the or, after their understanding, after their escape from the bitterness in which, in which they were ensconced, they had simcha. But the point here is like this is that Mordechai's name indicates is that what the Jewish people saw in hindsight of the Purim story meaning they had light, what they saw in hindsight of the Purim story, that it was all Ashgacha, that Hashem was in charge, and that there was a future, Mordechai saw that in the future. Mordechai saw what the Jewish people saw at the end, he saw that at the beginning. That's why Mordechai was a Chacham. That's why Mordechai was able to see in the bitterness that at the end there's going to be justice. How the justice would look, what would happen, we perhaps maybe say that Mordechai didn't know. But Mordechai was a Chacham in that he knew that there is a future of justice, of truth. And, and, and that's what made him the Chacham. So this is the, the, what, what we're saying is, is really the lesson of the Purim story. There's, you know, the, the, in the whole Megillah, Hashem's name is not mentioned, as we know. Hashem's name is not mentioned. Hashem's name is, is, Hashem's name is hidden, as the Gemara says over there also in Chulin. Same Gemara, on the same page, the Gemara there says, Esther minat Torah minayin. How do you know Esther from the Torah? 
Because it says, I'm going to hide my name. I'm going to hide my name on that day. That Hashem's name was hidden in the Megillah story. You don't see that Hashem got involved at all. Hashem's name is not in the hidden story. Rashi says there, Hastir, Astir, Bime Esther, Esther, I'm going to hide myself. Yeah, Hester, Ponim, Hashem, you're not going to see Hashem's face. From two Taurus Rambus, Baros, there are going to be a lot of travails. And they're going, those travails are going to, those travails are going to be evil. They're going to be bad, right? That's what's going to be the, that's going to be the future. That, that, that's what's going to be at the time of Esther. And you're not going to see the Rabbanu Shalelah. You're not going to see Hashem. But Mordechai saw Hashem. Mordechai saw the future. That there was that that, that that Hashem is involved in everything. That there is Hashgacha, that there is there is a watch. There is Hashem's watch on everything. This is the, this is the, uh, the the whole poem story as what, what um, what, what the author is saying. So the lesson for us for this is the lesson that one of the lessons that we can have from Purim is, is that is that is that is that we, that we should try to be chachamim. Try to see a future. And how to see the future? See in the present how in the present itself there, there may be born things that there be in the future that in the future Hashem will be that, that, that Hashem in that day Hashem will be one. And His name will be one. That, and, and then we can, we can go through life with a certain equanimity, a certain tranquility, knowing that there is justice in the world, knowing that there's truth in the world, knowing that there is a future for, for us and, and for the Jewish people. And maybe when we do see uh, bad things happen, the decisions that we make based upon that future that we see, we will not gonna be, we're not going to regret it. We're not going to be filled with regrets about the things that we should have done and could have done. Not because we are ignoring, because we're negligent in what we're in 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 uh, in 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 our responsibilities, but because we make the decisions based upon the, this future that we see. So that is the what I wanted to share with everybody this evening about the uh, about the Purim story. Any uh, questions before we conclude, guys? No. Okay. So everybody have a good Shabbos, and uh, thank you.